I want to throw a lot of naked people into windshields now and do some experiments. It's going to look really good in slow motion, I'll say that. <laughs> Uh, I was 20 at the time, 19 or 20. I had a roommate. You know how if you get like four dudes in the same apartment, it's statistically proven that one of them will always pee with the door open? That was this guy. And he was in there with the door open peeing, and he was enjoying it a lot. You could tell both from the sounds his pee was making and the sounds his mouth was making that this was a good trip to the bathroom. You know what I'm talking about, right? Okay, face... Yes, but I wouldn't want to look at somebody's face while they're peeing. And sound his pee is making, you can tell he's having a good time? I don't know what that means. Well, you said, like, because there's, there's times there's like, oh, that's just like a, a little stream. But when there's that, that big, thick production, it's like when you get the hose out and you're watering the garden. Oh, see, that's when I think you might have a UTI. You need to get that looked at. You put it off for a while, and now you get to enjoy. Good things come from those who wait. Or UTIs, but sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't... Anyway, so he was having a good time in the bathroom. <laughs> And all of a sudden, he lets out this blood-curdling scream, and we hear a thunk as he falls into the hallway, just writhing in pain. We're like, what's wrong, dude? What's wrong? He's like, it hurts. It burns. Like, got kidney stones or something, dude. You got to go to the doctor. I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't want to go to the doctor. Step on his back where his kidneys are. I'll go to the doctor. I'll go to the doctor. (laughs) Okay. That's my favorite part of four guys living together. The diagnosis. You might have kidney stones. You need to go to the doctor. No, man. I'm not going to. Step on your kidneys. See? They hurt. Say what you will about four guys living together. We care about each other, and we will make you feel the pain to get you to the doctor. Yeah. I'm glad I never lived with three other guys. Okay. Continue. (laughs) So he goes to the doctor, and he comes back, and... They ran some tests. I'm going to go back in a week to do some follow-up, and they'll, they'll tell me what happened. I'm like, okay. And he's like, and I need to take a urine sample. And they gave me a cup. And he shows the cup. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Then he goes into the bathroom and fills up the cup. And we're like, are you sure you needed to do that now? I would imagine you were supposed to bring in a urine sample fresh. No one wants your weak old pee, dude. And he's like, oh, that's a good point. Do I just dump this out? And like, well, now that cup's kind of contaminated. I think you have to go back and get another one. So I'm not going to go back. That's too embarrassing. Dude, it's a urologist. You were the only guy in there that didn't wear rubber pants. I think you're fine. Go get another cup. He's like, no, I got this. And he goes into the kitchen And put the pee in the fridge. Not his fridge. My fridge. We had two little mini fridges because we couldn't afford a big fridge. So two of us had one mini fridge. Two of us had another mini fridge. He put it in my mini fridge and my roommate's mini fridge. Dead center there. Like an a-hole. Yeah, that's not cool. Thank you, your bros. Go get another cup. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, I don't have a lot of food. (sighs) I want to be sure it's not getting pee contaminated. That's not smart. Like, that still probably didn't work. Like, you probably had to give another one. It's a urologist, so they've probably had a lot of funny stories. You're not going to be the most embarrassing one. There's many reasons why you should have just sucked it up and got in the cup. Uh, So this was when I lived in Australia. And in Australia, they don't have Kool-Aid, or at least they didn't. 15 years ago when I was there and uh, this guy would have his parents send him Kool-Aid and he wouldn't share. He'd always have like this this big thing of Kool-Aid that he would drink in front of us and just like, I have Kool-Aid and you don't. So one day when he was gone, we took his camera and took a picture of us pouring his 
pee into his Kool-Aid <laughs> and didn't do anything with it. We didn't tell him. It was nothing. And so, like, he didn't know for, like, three weeks until he got that role of film developed. And he's flipping through the pictures and he's like, Shitty! <laughs> what did you do? So he drank his own pee in the Kool-Aid? I didn't actually pour the pee into the Kool-Aid because I'm not a super villain. But you couldn't tell from the picture whether or not I actually poured pee into his Kool-Aid or not. And so he never knew until he listens to this podcast. And Ryan, I never actually poured your own pee into your Kool-Aid. But you deserved the last 15 years of thinking I did. It does bring new meaning to the term, don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> your roommates may have bored your urine that you kept in the fridge into it or you know do drink the kool-aid but don't put urine in the fridge or put it in your own fridge well i mean all of these are really good life lessons yes Salad dressing, if it's ranch, that's fine. I, I get pizza now as an adult, and there's an option at one certain place to add ranch drizzle. And I say, hell yes. No, 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 no. Don't drizzle anything on my pizza. <laughs> I've also gone to places where you're like, would you like a, uh, a barbecue drizzle, or would you like a sriracha drizzle? I'm like, no, don't drizzle. Drizzle is like the grossest word. So you hate it just because of the word. You would actually take the product, but you don't want them drizzling on your pizza. <laughs> you can put some on. Would you like to put some sriracha sauce on my pizza yes you can put all the sauce you want on there just don't drizzle it out of your ding dong okay we found the reason and the reason is stupid and i agree (laughs) that i don't like words like moist for the same reason but drizzle does not mean it has to come from your penis if it's not rain yes it does like it's drizzling outside that doesn't bother me at all i live in seattle i live in perpetual drizzle but when you drizzle as a person, like when you, Jason Sigler, drizzle, you are drizzling with your unit. And that is not okay to be around my pizza. So when I pour a bottle of water out and I, I just kind of, uh, just a little bit here and there, I can't call that drizzling? No. That, that doesn't count? That's pouring. No, it's not pouring. It's not going to be a constant thing. If I just do a little bits here at a time or, or, or just... Why are you pouring a little bit at a time? That I'm just trying to get to a point where I can, your own time. I can drizzle something that doesn't come from the sky or a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cracked on that one that's, a, that's one of those phrases you have to come at you have an out-of-body experience and you just look down at yourself just like what the hell what does your life become this is one of those I'm, I'm glad i have those i have a way of recording them as well so i can look back and say like nope that's not something that should ever have been said and yet it was it's a good thing that we have this outlet so that we can say these things to each other and not our children because the next generation does not need to be like us i agree in some regards i definitely would hope to still be doing this at some point when my daughter can't listen to it so she can hear some (laughs) of the dumbass things that i said and be like oh so i don't have to listen to you about this because you're clearly an idiot I remember once we went camping, and we were camping in a cave. Obviously, you cannot go to the bathroom in a cave. This is rule number one. This is just a thing that they round into you. This is my leave no trace. This is my, I don't know, like, what's a rule that you just have to follow because it's so engraved in your life? I mean, I don't know, but I guess don't poop in a cave would be up there. (laughs) 
Well, that's mine. Is don't poop in a cave. I don't know. Where do you sit on seatbelts? Like some people have to do the seatbelt. Some people don't. I just cannot poop in a cave. It's just not a thing I do. So we all went there. And this was the first camp out for a lot of the scouts. And scoutmasters, like first thing, like when we get to the, the pickup spot, nobody poop in the cave. Whole drive out there into the desert. A scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent, and doesn't poop in a cave. Like they drilled it into our minds. We get there. We're having fun, and one of the kids gets diarrhea, and you're like, don't poop in the cave, don't poop in the cave. So he goes, he, he goes outside, and he pooped directly in front of the cave. Like, you couldn't get in or out of the cave without stepping in his poop. It was so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> and everyone's like, well, technically, we can't get mad at you because you followed the rules, but we're mad at you because you did it wrong. Go poop over there. <laughs> We have this entire desert. You have literally miles and miles of empty Idaho to poop in. And you poop here? This is bad. I mean, go anywhere else. But you, you also ingrained it in them so much. They heard it so much that all he's thinking is cave, 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 cave. And so he just instinctively went <laughs> towards a cave. And by the time he had to poop, it's like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> and there it is at the mouth of the cave. And technically, I'm not in the cave, so I'm still okay. I'm sorry I ruined scouts for everybody. The problem is, I mean, everyone went, would go out to pee. Everyone started to realize, oh, the bucket face pooped right there. Don't step there. Go around it. No one told me. And so I wake up really early in the morning, and I had to pee really bad. Not going to pee in the cave. I'm a decent human being. Going outside. Do-do-do-do-do. Squish. I stepped in his poop, dude. I stepped in his poop. I guess I took it for granted just because I figured like every kid was the same, but my parents had a record collection. It wasn't great by any means, but they had certain records that they would play all the time. My entire childhood, my life had a background soundtrack and it was whatever was playing downstairs. One of the records they would play like constantly for years probably was the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Axel F is a part of me, like I can't even explain. So the song you were just singing, "Heat Is On," was on there. Got a new attitude. This, this just—it's just great music. Like I mean, it's probably not, but it's like it—it—it's a part of me because I heard it so much. I just wonder, does everybody have like this this soundtrack to their childhood that was just because it's like the music that was always playing in the background? So when I was, I don't know, probably seven or eight, we got a new minivan. And this was when minivans were just the new hotness for suburban families of six. We got the Dodge Caravan. It was black with wood paneling. And my dad was really excited because this car had a tape deck in it. And he came home from work. He's like, I'm going to go see if I can get the tape deck to work in the car. He comes in like 20 minutes later. And my mom's like, so does the, the tape deck work in the car? He's like, how do you feel about the Oak Ridge boys? <laughs> They're fine. Well, good. I can't get the tape out. So the Oak Ridge Boys tape was stuck in our car's tape deck. That was back when if you put the tape in, it played. There was no stop. It was eject. And the eject didn't work. So for about two years, everywhere we went, Oak Ridge Boys. <laughs> My heart is still on fire for Elvira. <laughs> wow. That would make for quite a childhood. I love the movie High Fidelity. One of the things I love the most about it is the way he makes a soundtrack to your life. It gets up its own butt the way... 
a movie like Sideways gets up its own bump about wine. But I'd, I'd love that movie just because it, it takes the music seriously in that kind of way and really makes you think about it. And I mean, I can definitely think of songs that take me back to college because I heard it constantly. The uh, Vanessa Carlton song, 1,000 Miles, <laughs> makes me taste chicken salt in my mouth. <laughs> Why? Because when I was living in Australia, I didn't listen to music and would always go out and get chicken and chips at this one place. And for some reason, that song was always playing so that it just brings back the taste. And now that I think about it, so does anything by Enrique Iglesias makes me taste Chinese food. Because there's this restaurant that we went to every week and they only had Chinese music and Enrique Iglesias. So as soon as anyone who wasn't Chinese walked into the restaurant, they changed the CD and put on Enrique Iglesias. So... We're like, seriously, stop putting on Enrique Iglesias. We've had enough. They're like, no, this is the only thing we have for Australian and Americans. <laughs> Turn off the music of our people. We must give them what they want. <laughs> yeah. I can be a hero, baby. That's the song. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, that is the song. Yeah. That was the song of that year. Maybe even the year after. <laughs> yeah, that song makes me taste sesame chicken in my mouth. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's understandable too. It's it's crazy how our senses like tied to history like that. But yeah, it's I hope from now on because I still hear Hero like they play it on a radio like the local station. Ah, uh, chicken. I yeah, I hope I think of like Szechuan chicken or something. I want to think of something very Chinese about that because that would be awesome. It's like, will you dance if I ask you to dance? And I'll be like, oh man, I want an egg roll. Like, what's wrong with my mouth? That's what it is. That tastes so weird. So yeah. Um... The human brain is weird. Yes. You're weirdly hackable. I think you can tell a lot about a man by the words that Google auto-suggests for them. Because I have learned if I type the letters B-A into my phone... Google decides that the third most likely thing I'm trying to write is ball sack. <laughs> it knows us better than we know ourselves. Exactly. And I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, I do text the word ball sack a lot. This is convenient. Thanks, Google algorithm. Yeah. It's bad when it autocorrects, but then you change it. It's like, no, 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 this is the word I meant. It's okay. Especially if it's, you know, a curse word. And it's like, well, I'm not going to allow that because I'm not supposed to autocorrect those. But if you say it, I'm not going to stop you from doing it. So it's like one time in my phone, like I wanted to say shit. And so I autocorrected. I'm like, no, no, I didn't mean shut. I didn't mean shot. I meant shit. Just leave it alone. It's like, okay, well then fine. Shit it is. So now every single time I want to say shut or shot, it's like, I bet you mean shit. You're a foul mouth boy. We know it. We tried to correct you that one time. So this is what you asked yeah, for. I can't write that word. Now sit down and shut up. I start putting SH and it's just like, oh, I bet I know what he means. No, you don't. I meant to say shut. Come on. Don't you judge me, Google. (laughs) Do you need me to pick you up anything at the store? No, don't pick me anything up at the shit, Jason. Please don't. (laughs) That's not what I meant. Pick me up anything at the whore? That's just mean. That doesn't even make any sense. Google. So yeah, that's probably the reason why I should not get a Google Home in our house. <laughs> it would just constantly be, I think you meant to say, no, 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 <laughs> Holding my daughter's Welcome ears. Welcome home, shitbag. <laughs> Displaying porn now. <laughs> no, no, what? Ah, I was alone for one weekend two months ago. You asked me to call you a dirty hose that deserves to be filled with, no, 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 no. <laughs> 
I don't know where that came Ripping from. Ripping the nest off the wall. <laughs> that does not work. <laughs> That's not an effective way to shut it down. Setting temperature to 69 degrees. Giggling at your joke now. Setting it to 69. Ha ha ha. <laughs> or se- setting it to desired temperature, 69. Nice. <laughs> really? It's supposed to be our joke, Google. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Oh, 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 oh